Welcome to Messy But Essential. I'm your host, Rod Stilwell, and this is the podcast about the people side of project leadership. It's where we help you improve your soft skills to reduce hard costs, and where we talk about the challenges of leading people to deliver successful projects. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about continuous learning, and perhaps something we take for granted, that we're constantly in a learning mode, even if we're not doing something specific or conscious about it. Joining me in studio today is my brother Dale, who's my business partner and comes with extensive project experience around the world, and is certainly what I would call a lifelong learner. So, Dale, over the last year and a half or so since we the world has been plagued by this pandemic, many of us have resorted to a lot of online learning mm. uh, reading books, basically learning opportunities, you know, perhaps on Zoom or Teams or, or uh, you know, Google Hangouts or whatever, um, webinars, all those things. But ultimately, we've been learning alone. Mm. Um, even if we're virtually connected, we're still kind of learning alone. And so, of course, we haven't been attending workshops and, and conferences and all those things, which were in the past some of our primary learning opportunities. So I want to talk a little bit about as we, as we're heading hopefully out of this pandemic and we're going to be opening up economies more and getting together more and so on, talking a little bit about learning, um, and how important it is to be constantly in a learning mode if you're going to be leading successful projects. So from your experience looking at projects and so on, I mean, I'm sure you've met those people who would say that they have 20 years experience, but really they have one year's experience that they've repeated 19 times, you know, and then you've got those others who are constantly bringing in new ideas because they're, uh, immersed, if you wish, in learning opportunities. So, just share with us, if you a little bit, if you will, a little bit where your learning goes. What are some of the things that you've done over the years to improve and increase your awareness in order to ultimately lead better projects? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good question because I think it's it's easy in project management, like a lot of disciplines, to look at things like certification or recertification process and confuse that for learning, right? So. You know, that's where I kind of like I, I had to do these things to fulfill certain requirements and I got the badges to prove it. And that's great. That's, that's, that's important. But that's not the same as that learning and growth. thing. Yes, there are learning opportunities in that, just like there's learning opportunities in everything. But it's not the same thing. And I think it's it's uh, once again, it's kind of great to, to think about being intentional about how you learn as a project manager and how you get better as a project manager. Um. And one of the things that I think is is maybe an overlooked place to do that is in um, post project reviews. So you know we 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 kind of don't think about um, what have we learned as a project manager when we're doing post project reviews. We often think what have we learned about the technology or about the type of project or about you know we often don't focus on the people learnings. So much as we focus on maybe the technical specifics of our project, <clears throat> we learned about this product. We learned about you know this kind of thing, but we didn't necessarily focus on some of the people things. And I think that's a great place to be able to do some of that. Um, you know, I I would say, however, um, the biggest struggle I've seen with post project reviews is much like uh, year end performance reviews. 
if you don't do a good job of kind of at least noting those things along the way that you want to bring up at the post-project review, taking yourself, you know, notes about learning opportunities, about something you discovered, about aha moments, about whatever it is all along the way. When you get to the post-project review, it tends to be primarily about the last X months, right? It's the last short period of time because we're, we're, we have recency bias and we forget about all the other stuff that happened. And, and oftentimes, you know, those learning opportunities could be missed because we had them at the very beginning. And now we're talking about the end when hopefully we're already in a smooth, you know, cut mode, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't think there's, so I think that's one, one good place for that. Um, that I think you can, you can work on. And, and, you know, part of, part of it, I would say, is being interested and curious, being interested in getting better at your craft, getting better at what you do, um, and looking for those opportunities, looking for those places where you can learn and get feedback. I think that's really powerful. Uh, and in fact, you kind of caught me by surprise because I wasn't thinking about the post-project uh, review at all. But you're absolutely right. And it fits really well into a, a number of areas. So, you know, you talk about feedback. Well, ultimately, without feedback, uh, you know, we just stay the same and we just continue to perpetuate the behaviors, good or bad, flawed or not. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of organizations are quick to say that they have project reviews, but the project reviews are pretty perfunctory. At the end, you know, we go through a quick checklist or whatever, but, you know, you're co the concept of what are we keeping track that could be useful? And uh, a year, well, actually just before COVID started, so a year and a half, year, almost two years ago, uh, I attended a session that uh, encouraged us to start a journal. Now, I have to confess that I'm, you know, I never kept a diary. I never, I, you know, I've probably started a dozen journals over the last 40 years. And, you know, I get about three days into them and then you forget about it and come back to it a week later. And then you realize it's now in a month and so on. But I decided I was going to really try to be a lot more focused. And I started very small. And I just, what I did was I looked at three things I'm grateful for and three things I learned today. Mm -hmm. And the reason for limiting it to three was because, you know, and sometimes I will confess, it's like, this has not been a day for which I have much gratitude, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> um, but, you know, you, you, you know, I'm grateful for the fact that I can actually sit here and I'm not in a hospital on a ventilator. So I guess there's some of that, right? Yeah. Uh, but when you then bring that over to the project side, and, and it's great to go back, and I've been doing that occasionally, but, you know, at the end of the month, I'll often flip through the pages and, or go through even back a couple of months and say, okay, what are some of my key learnings? And ask myself, so what? So what am I doing with those? Am I actually applying that learning? And if you look at that from a project context, uh, you know, if, if you just had a couple of learnings every day, you just noted, okay, what did we get out of, what did I get? What did I learn today about myself, about my team, about the project, about the client, about any number of things? Um, that could become a huge contributor to that, uh, after project review or post project review. And again, the focus for me on learning, Dale, is really about the fact that um, if we're not learning and constantly getting better, 
then we are by definition going backwards because mm. there's somebody else out there learning faster than us, implementing new ideas more than us. You know, in the 1890s, the U.S. Patent Office declared that they would be closing soon because <laughs> everything that had been invented had already, you know, that could be patented had already been invented. All right. I mean, 1890. Of course, today we just look at the last 20 years of what's been invented. Uh, you know, the, the VCR was invented 50 years ago. Uh, you know, I mean, you think like that, you're thinking, wow, at some point, man actually thought that we were done, right? Yeah. Um, so when we come back to learning, uh, you know, it's really about what have I learned about technology? What have I learned about people? What have I learned about uh, sequence? What have I learned about myself? And I think really my focus today is as a leader, as a project lead, what have I learned that, because I can't be responsible for anybody else's learning, all right? Uh, what have I learned that I, what are my takeaways and how am I using those to be ultimately a better project leader moving forward? Uh, and if we don't capture those, if we don't take a few minutes to just jot them down, oh, you can be on a computer, you can open a, mm -hmm. a OneNote or an Evernote page or notes page of some form. It can be a handwritten journal, um, I mean, my journal tends to be handwritten mostly because I often do it at the end of the day when I'm out of the office, away from my computer. Um, and it's kind of written in code, which is really just my sloppy handwriting, but you know, most other people wouldn't be able to read it. So, um, but uh, you know, ultimately to me, um, it's, it's the values in being able to go back and realize how many things we are exposed to in a given week, in a given month that are in fact learnings, that are in fact part of us getting, being better and better. Um, so it begs another question in the sense that, um, what are some of the tools or media or whatever that you use, uh, in order to learn? So yes, the, the, uh, post review is a great place to do that. Um, but along the way, there's a whole bunch of other things that maybe come out of that that you say, all right, you know, we, for instance, we, we, um, we struggled to communicate effectively. Uh, and so a lot of the challenges we had on this project were actually around communications or the lack thereof. Um, and especially, of course, during COVID and so on, where many of us are zoomed out, um, or have zoom fatigue and that type of thing. Um, so what are some of the other tools or modalities that you use to help you get better and better? Well, I think, you know, I, I, I do, um, follow a lot of different people, um, on the various social medias that I use. And I read a bunch, a lot of different blogs. And I, I do tend to read a lot outside of the specifics of, you know, project management or the specific specifics of, of a certain technology or certain technology sets or those types of things. And I find that that, um, you know, one of the things I would, I would say is, is don't be too necessarily be too prescriptive in looking for, well, I want to know about how to communicate better in projects with engineering, you know, that can, that, that's fine. If you can find that sweet spot and there is a writer or a blogger that you, you really like that touches on exactly that experience, great. But my, you know, I, I don't tend to find a lot of those. But I do tend to find, you know, maybe somebody who's in a completely different industry or does something, but that is interested in communications that they are a communicator that's what they do that's what they they find powerful 
Um, you know, and so one of the people that I um, I follow and, and read a lot of, uh, of during the, the pandemic is someone who is a, um, a science communicator and, and they were specifically communicating on the pandemic and, and you know, trying to communicate about the, the viruses, about what we knew, about vaccines, about air quality, for you know, all the studies. And, and so this person's, I read this person's blog an awful lot. Um, and this person had a lot of very good insights about how to communicate. Um, it wasn't at all related to what I do. You know, I'm not into epidemiology. I don't, virology, those aren't my things. But that person had a lot of great experiences that I could easily see how to apply those same concepts in my field, in the places where I work. And so I think that there is a lot of advantage to that, um, to kind of looking outside of your space and being broad in what you look at and then trying to bring that back. You know, where can I steal pieces from this? Where can I steal pieces from that? Where can I steal pieces from this other place? I think that's a very powerful concept. Uh, we we can find ourselves almost siloed, right? Getting getting so prescriptive, as you say, and so um, drilled down to the extent that you know we we can lose the bigger picture. And I, I, when we really look at it, my experience, for instance, in terms of learning over the years, has been uh, a I. As an adult, we understand that adults learn best when we can relate what we're learning to something we think we need to know. Mm -hmm. uh, right? So, I mean, I, you know, we don't, as adults, especially with time being as precious as it is, we don't tend to absorb just for the sake of absorbing like a child does. Right? So, we want to get it obviously somewhat specific, but I think your point is, is very valid with respect to how do we take a basic learning and expand that to be applicable to so many other things. Uh, you know, there's no question, often I'll be listening to, let's say, a leadership podcast, and I happen to really, although I'm not auditory, I really like podcasts when I'm out walking the dog or just I, I do morning routine that includes a, a six-kilometer walk. And so, you know, that gives me enough time to typically listen to most podcasts. And I really like that because it actually sets me up for the day. I'm excited. There's, there's this new learning stuff, et cetera. Uh, I haven't always been very good at remembering it. So many of them, of course, have show notes and this type of thing. And so I, you know, I know that. And if they're, especially if they're podcasts I follow regularly, I'm able to go back to the show notes if it really, um, intrigued me or resonated with me. And of course, some of them you listen to it and you think, yeah, it was interesting, but uh, you know, there's not a lot I can use. But what I'm, what I found always valuable is being able to take that learning that was relating to a specific example and ask myself, where else can, with a little bit of tweaking, perhaps, can I apply that? And I think when we look around in the project world, you know, in projects, we're dealing with technology. We're dealing with people, we're dealing with budgets, we're dealing with timelines, we're dealing with uh, scope, we're, we're in many cases dealing with frustrations and emotions that are, you know, paramount. Uh, we're dealing with vendors, partners, uh, and so on. And really, most of us connect better 
when we're able to relate that connection to something else in our life as well. So, um, you know, so and I think from my perspective, that learning that I'm really encouraging us to do as project leads is really what you just said, which is look be more expansive, look beyond just that narrow niche. Where else can I use this? How can I take this kernel and really expand it to other areas of my life? And, you know, one of the, the areas I, you know, talked about this journal that looks at gratitude. I have learned so much by what I'm grateful for, by being able to look back at those gratitude things and say, oh, wow, actually, out of that situation that I was happy about, here's what I learned. And one of the things that is becoming more and more um, prevalent, if you wish, as we come out of COVID is, you know, some of us are going to be moving back into offices. Some of us aren't quite sure. There's a lot of uncertainty there. Mm -hmm. And the need for leaders to be understanding and compassionate and recognize that, we're, we are all coming out of 18 months of an, an unknown activity mm-hmm. back into some degree of normalcy. And there's a fellow, Alan Weiss, who says, you know, he says, I've con- coined the term no normal as opposed to, you know, because what's normal anymore, right? Yeah. We've been totally messed up. But if we're going to try to go back to everything we had, that's going to be impossible. So what have we learned in these last 18 months that will equip us for a new normal? I mean, of course, things will settle down and we will get into some kind of a routine. Um, but what's that going to look like? And what's it going to look like for me as an individual and for your, for my team, for you as a project lead and for your team? So uh, again, I go back to even just sen- sitting down in an application might be what have I learned in the last 18 months that is going to equip me to help my team be better as we get back to new working conditions, as I said, moving back into offices, back into the field, taking masks off, all of those things. Um, What's my learning been? How can I take that learning and help other people to get to the next stage in their life sort of thing because of my you know, the things that I've learned. So my message today to our podcast listeners is really, what have you learned that could be useful for others? And then how are you going to apply that to make your project and your team even better coming out of what really has been a pretty difficult past 18 months? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So ultimately, as we, as we look at, you know, the, um, the need to learn. Of course, if we stop learning, we probably <laughs> stop living at some level. Um, you know, I would encourage uh, each one of us to uh, to step back and ask ourselves, what are we learning? Where do we need to place our focus? And then celebrate. Uh, you know, we need to we need more celebrations. I'm not talking popping champagne bottles. Just celebrate that we have these minds that allow us to learn things, and that there's so much out there that we can be learning. Um, we'd love your comments if you've got uh, thoughts on this certainly you can go to the website and pick up the show notes uh, and leave comments as well ultimately it is about learning together being a better resource if you wish in the world as projects leads together and learning from each other Dale I really appreciate any final thoughts no I think that that, that summed it up well I think uh, you know I think it was a, it was an interesting conversation there 
Cool. Well, I'm grateful for your participation today. And certainly as uh, you know, you and I both love learning together and really have made a life of learning. And we would encourage everyone out there to, to do the same and to have fun in your learning pursuits. Have a great day. Make it a safe day. And thanks for listening.